Good morning. Hey, Care. Hello. Hi. Okay, so I think we're live on the air right now. I'm not okay. sure how this is going to work. Uh, I didn't promote this show, so nobody's listening. <laughs> uh, so we are, like, basically pre-recording and then, anyways, first of all, let me just say good morning to you, and what a crazy morning already this has been. Already? You'll, see, you'll, you'll tell me later what you just did, because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this is working, and so I just want to start over, and I want to say welcome back, everybody, to the Best Life Cafe. Carrie and I, I know, I'm speaking for both of us, we're really happy to be back in the studio. We don't know how the studio is going to last today, because... We've been having difficulty getting on, and right now we're sort of on a merged call, hoping that this comes through in some wonderful way for you guys. Uh, Grab your coffee, your smoothie, your juice, settle in, because that's what we do right now. We settle in, right? (laughs) This is our new life. This is our new normal. And we're here today just to want to talk to you guys about how you're coping, how you're navigating yourself, how you're managing your feelings, how we are, and, you know, how you're coping with maybe loneliness or feeling overcrowded in your house or the mom homeschooling and, you know, how's the food thing going? Because that's kind of a big thing. And what are you grateful for? So, Carrie, (laughs) Ah, here we are. Here we are. Good Uh, morning. Good morning. And how are you navigating right now? You're in the emergency prepared in this business, and I know for you this is a super challenging time because a lot of people are reaching out to you. And let's give us an update on how uh, you guys are doing down in Marina Del Rey. Well, you know we're doing. I mean we're 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 doing as best we can. What's interesting is the the things that I personally thought I might have trouble getting because of the you know, when it first started in China, all of the factories were closed down. So there was talk of not being able to get certain items because we do bring in a lot of our stuff from China and the likes. And so that was a little bit scary, but that seems to be like not a problem. Like we're getting, we're st- like we're getting emails from our people that are like they're going back online I mean although be it it's going to be a couple of months before they are fully operational again and then you know everything comes over on a ship it's going to be a minute before we can get stuff but at the moment um, the hardest thing for me to get right now is food for our kits because there's such a high demand Mm -hmm. and it's a um, you know it's one company and they're literally working around the clock but you know, what people don't understand is it's not just like, so here's like the thing. It's like, A, they work around the clock. B, they need the supplies. So they need all the ingredients that go into the food. And there are farmers and people and all that stuff who are responsible for getting the food to process it, to get it to this company, right? Then there's the bags that need to be tooled. It is like, I think the one thing that people don't really understand is for, and it doesn't necessarily just mean my business, but any business, it's like the chain to get you whatever you have in your home is so long. 
before it gets to you yeah. that like every, and everybody is affected. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, I coughed just a cough. <laughs> sorry. 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 Um, I, I, I swallowed wrong. Um, you know, it's like people just don't, and, and nor did I like, you know, I don't think about that. <coughs> so oh, it's so funny that you're coughing. I know. And you I, know, and I people, breathed in so, air. It's funny. It's, it's so scary right now. Like I have to say the most stressful part of my day yesterday was when I had to go to the grocery store in the post office. I was filled with anxiety of not having my six foot space honored. And, you know, I had a mask on. I'm that girl. I just feel like I can't be compromised because of my family and just really just trying to, you know, A, do my part to keep this from spreading. And B, I just felt so much anxiety from it. And I thought, wow, this is our new norm. You know, this is our new lifestyle. And will it ever, ever, ever be the same? You know, it won't. And I, I think you and I talked about that, that this is the new life that we have. And to think that things can ever go back to just the normal. And, you know, isn't that how life is? When trauma happens or things happen to uproot you in your life from where you were standing the day before, uh, nothing's ever the same. But, you know, before I get too far into that conversation, because I want to, I told you that the first thing that I did today was do a gratitude list. And I wanted to say thank you to really to everyone. We want we to want you. Yeah, to everyone on the front lines of this of this crisis of this new life that we have that's the health workers like the, in the smaller towns the health workers in the larger cities the health workers globally that are dealing with this all of our grocery stores all of our doctors all of our nurses all of our scientists the truckers the online deliveries the local restaurants giving takeout the governments that are coming forward and really showing their states who what they're made of uh there's just so many like you were saying the ripple effect of where this goes all the way down the line you know to to the janitors who are so important to keep keeping you know germs away and i think of all the people out of work and my heart our hearts go out to you because we know that this is a really difficult time. And so if there's anything that the Best Life Cafe can, can bring to you, if you have comments, if you want us to talk about certain subjects during this time, you know, because I believe we're in for a good eight weeks of this, and we want to come to you with stuff that's going to be fun and uplifting and, and make you happy. So I just wanted to say that real quick. And then back to the gratitude. Like when I did my gratitude list this morning, I really was able to put things in perspective. You know, so anyways, just to share. No, I, well, it's important, you know, and on, um, you know, on a spiritual level, uh, I'm just going to share my beliefs, okay? This is like not the golden rule, but based on my following of Abraham and my beliefs of law of attraction, um, you know, when we, when we as humans decided to or when we made the decision to come in or come to this planet as a human there was going to be contrast and we knew that and we chose this time to come in to the world you know like wherever we are my kids chose their life you know so we all chose this and you know 
I mean, we, we can do this. We can handle this. But we also have to understand that there's a bigger, I believe, I, I choose to, I'm going to say it that, that way. I choose to believe that this is a bigger lesson. Like this is a global lesson. And I, um, you know, we all do the best that we can to manage and muddle through this. But on a spiritual level, I think that our faith in, my faith in just knowing that this is a plan, you know, this is like prearranged, if you will, like it's all going to be okay. And I, I, I really do believe that. I don't know what it's going to look like. You know, all we have, I know I sent you that text this morning about, um, and that came from Mike Dooley. Um, did you yeah. get that text? Yeah. You know, it's like all we have is the present moment to con- to be able to control our thoughts and control our feelings. And, you know, it's like at this very moment, like, I'm okay. At this very moment, I'm okay. And, yes, it is the new normal. And, you know, it's like the 9-11. It's like this. I, I heard a quote the other day or somebody was saying that, that for the Gen X generation or, you know, these kids coming up or whatever, this is their 9-11. Like they were, like my kids were babies, like mm-hmm. when when 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. And now we just, like, we know that you have to take your shoes off, at, you know, when you go to the airport and you can't do liquids. And it's just, okay, well, that's what we do now, you know. <laughs> and like, here's, right, but it, and that sucks, right? Like it fucking sucks, excuse my French, like that, that we have to do all this stuff, but it is what it is. And I think if we all, if we all take the under, if we all have the understanding that we are truly all in this together, and I mean like on that spiritual level of we are all in this together. Yeah. Um, I think it could change the world. I really do. You know, I was seeing like they showed like a side-by-side of China and their um, – their CO2 levels and like one, you know, it was like this one was like taken and then they showed another one like three months later and smack dab in the middle of China was this big orange blob. And then the picture next to it was totally blue. Like there was no problem with CO2, you know, and we're talking about global warming and I watched this thing on the harp seals and like their world is melting, like literally melting. And it's just bigger. Do you know what I mean? Like for me personally, it's just bigger. As you're saying that, like that's kind of what coming up was coming up for me. Like I have different beliefs. In fact, like, you know, like you say, we chose this and, and, and I have a hard time and you know, you know this about me that when things are happening, I'm like, no, 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 no. I did not choose this until I can get to a place where I'm like, okay, I chose this. So it's like, I, I feel like a lot of times things do just happen. And and it's the choice, the choosing part comes in how we respond to what's happening. 100%, right. Well, here's the, like, so, so we knew coming in there would be conflict, right? Because without conflict, there's no, you know, with, when you know what you don't want, you also know what you do want. Right? Yeah, so and I, I so, guess, and we see that there's been many different types of responses from so many different walks of life on you know, either urgency or non-urgency and the differences of opinion on, on, 
you know, how this is playing out or is this even real or, you know, there's been so much. And I try not to, like, disrespect anybody's opinion in this, but I think when you say we're all in this together, the one thing that we can do is stop the spread. And if they've taken away every enjoyable privilege that we have and that there are doctors and nurses getting out of their families and going out to work so that they can stop the spread, then what we can do is stay home during this time and social distance. And, you know, social distance, let's just wrap on that for a second. Like, it, sure. it, it's, it's distance socially. So I told you we had a virtual birthday party last night. There was I, nine of us on the call. We were all on Zoom. By the way, if you don't have Zoom, download it. It is the best, funnest app ever as far as getting together with people in a group. I think that if we all can just stay connected in some way with humans, even if it's not physical, um, we're going to learn a lot about ourselves, you know, a lot about each other that, you know, that normal, hey, how you doing hug sort of takes care of. Right. Now it's like you have to have conversations with people mm-hmm. and you don't get to just hug it away. You know, I'm a hugger, so this is going to be very difficult for me in the future and well, you know. no one's gonna say. No one's gonna say you can't ever hug anybody again. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's like the you know on, in the big picture, they're they're what was I like? This is the fourth coronavirus outbreak. Like SARS is a coronavirus. There's I can't remember the others, but um, they're like this is you know like we just have to learn to deal with it differently and. But, but like these viruses and stuff, they're in our world. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, yeah. like, it's not like we're never going to be able to hug people again or touch them or whatever. But until they have a better understand, I think personally, just until they have a better understanding of the, of how this works, then that's, mm-hmm. you know, something, but, you know, on a, so on a realistic level or, you know, taking the spirituality out of it for a minute or just like living on a day-to-day basis. It's like, um, I don't know if you saw the pictures, but like last weekend, um, it looked like it was a summer day in Malibu and people were just trying to get, they're trying to buck the system, you know? And it really upset me because it's like, I, I personally you know, think that, especially in California, it's like, we don't, what's the word? It's like things, rules don't apply to us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like rules just don't apply. True. And it's like, what, what? Like, what do you mean? For, like, so I feel like, and so Mayor Garcetti um, and Governor Newsom, like they shut down like all the parks um, or all the parking lots for the beaches and stuff. And they, I just was watching the news this morning. They shut down Malibu Pier and, and there, you know, it's like, and people were like saying, well, why did you shut down Santa Monica Pier, but you didn't shut down Malibu Pier? Well, guess what? They're like managed by different people. Like Malibu mm-hmm. is managed by the state. And so they had to like reach out and say like, hey, like we need, we need permission <laughs> to get this <laughs> shut down. And it's just wow. like so funny. Like people are just like, oh my God, what is the problem here? I posted something on my on my social media um, the other day and it was like, what part of stay at home is unclear? <laughs> because it's just like, what, what is like, what part of that is unclear? 
Well, <laughs> look, and I'm laughing because I'm not at home right now. I have, but I'm lucky enough to have an office three blocks from my house. And our county last night basically now has come out also stricter, saying, like, so Saturday I was able to go to the lake and take a walk. And everybody was sort of keeping their social distance. There was probably, you know, 20 people on the pier, so to speak, our dam is how we call it. And now they've said, unless you can walk to where you're going, like the distance from your house, or you're going to an essential business or a grocery store, you're, you can't do it. And I was like, okay, so wow. that means, I, yeah, I can't go to the lake anymore. I can go to my ranch and hike, and I can go to my one client that's open with an essential business, and I can go to my business. Um, and I'm choosing to really isolate from people and keep a six-foot distance because, A, I don't want to spread it if I'm a carrier. That's the, you know, what helped me stay home. And even though I can stay open for business, I chose not to see clients in person, uh, was if I had to be the one who had to call the people in my last 14 days. Like once I put that into perspective and I thought, what if you had to call X and say, sorry, but, you know, and I just thought, I don't want to be that person. And I, would, I don't think any of us want to be that person. And so if we all stay home in the time that they're giving us, we won't be those people. And I think that's the most important. I don't want to hurt anybody I love. Like, I don't want to be responsible for that. I'm not that person. So even though financially this is going to hit me, even though... You know, socially, uh, my interactions with humans, which is my lifeline, because I live alone and I'm not in a relationship, like all those things are my lifelines, and now I'm having to learn how to navigate this on my own for the probably the first time in my whole life, which I, I'm managing, you know. I, I, we're I all managing, right? I mean, we all are managing. We're managing. Like, you're making it happen. Like, so I want to share what I was grateful, some of the stuff that came up for me this morning, and just to kind of put it in perspective. So the first thing that I wrote was my health and a home to be isolated in social media, because thank God for social media right now, the ranch, having food in my refrigerator, beach body on demand, my health club that put out booty videos so I can booty at home, electricity devices, music, coffee, learning to cook again. I'm, I made literally, I made beef stew this week. I made chicken noodle soup this week homemade. I'm like doing it. Um, just having quiet, peaceful reflection time. I'm grateful for my love. I'm grateful for television because I just put a television in my bedroom. You know, I've never watched TV in bed. Like I was like last night going, oh my God, this is so exciting. Um, books, my realtor, and just having time to regroup uh, I'm looking at this like an eight-week retreat. What would I do if someone said, Kathy, you can go to an eight-week eight solo retreat. What would, you know, you can do, read, write, watch TV, but you have to stay alone and you have to reflect on yourself and your life during this time. I'd be like, thank you. So that's just a couple of them. I'll, I'll save them more. Wow. Right. So once you start going with your gratitude list and you start seeing what you have to be grateful for during this time, it is like a game changer because now I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to go home and um, settle in. And you know what? Yesterday I made a karaoke video. I, I mean, someday I might share all these, but I was singing a song and I just put on my Snapchat <laughs> and started like pretending like I was the singer and it, it was pretty cute. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like maybe what I'm going to do for the next month and then I'll release them all at once. I don't know. Anyways, it was really fun because that's a part of my personality that 
you know, my chosen few people know I love to go sing karaoke, even if I can't do it good. And I, I was being silly, but I was being silly by myself. And then I was laughing at myself when I watched it back. But you have to find your little joys in your day and those little moments that keep you alive and have a joy jump. You know, I was laughing. Oh, Just me. Yeah. Look, watching my video going, oh, my God, Kathy, you're crazy. <laughs> so I, um, okay, you're. So I have I I have a uh, what's the word I'm looking for I have a new realization of how much smell affects me in a good way I mean like it's, I mean sometimes bad but I'm just saying so I am grateful for um, a couple of the Instagram accounts that I follow one of them is Maui Moments and they or Maui Morning something like that they literally film like a minute of the surf every morning. Mm. Um, and there's several of them, and I just like, oh, you know me. So this morning, I was getting ready, doing my face kind of thing, and I put on sunscreen. And I tell you that because there's a really summery memory smell to sunscreen. I love that. And I'm telling you, it just took me, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, I could drink this now. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is so great. And um, so those are just little things that I, you know, am doing. I'm listening to, I signed up, oh, so Abraham is doing this, like, 41 sessions, one-hour sessions, um, and I signed up to do that, and that's inspiring to me. Mm. And I had a conversation with my trainer last night, and I'm just like, we got to figure something out because, you know, and so I told her a few of the things that I'm like having a little bit of trouble with. So she's going to actually create a video for me, like a stretching video. Like I was just like, please come over and like rub my neck and stretch my legs. And like <laughs> there are things that are just like, I know, God, it's like, I can't like, I try my best to massage my own neck, but it's like, you know, I know it's those are the like things about living alone. Like I had, I had a really bad sore back the other day and I had to literally find a way to get that CBD cream on that perfect spot. And it was definitely a maneuver. Yeah. Uh, so I have a great YouTube uh, yoga person and everything about her just soothes my soul. So I will send you a couple of those YouTubes. I can't really look at it now because I don't want to mess our mojo up here. Yeah, on the floor. I got it. I got so, it. Uh, but I will, I will definitely, uh, send that to you and I think it's interesting because I've had a gym at my disposal for the last three months but you know I've been a workaholic and I've been working and suddenly I have this schedule in my day where I can actually do yoga and I'm doing the ballet bar class right now I bought the Beachbody on-demand bar it's very intense it's all about building your butt and your legs which is right where I want to be and so I was like you know and that kind of ties into this other conversation that I was talking about is the food. And it's like we all went out and we bought all this food and it's all sitting in your fridge and or your freezer and you're like, oh, my God, I have enough food for like two months right now in my house. I'm one person and my biggest problem is will it go bad before I can use it? So I started the first couple of days like eating, like, oh, I can make this and I can do this. And then I was like, whoa, like a fishing pole, bring that right back in here. 
And every night, you know, I'm a dessert girl. Everybody who knows me knows I'm a dessert girl. It's it's my thing. And I have not had dessert for two nights. Last night I had a little birthday cake for our virtual party. I took two bites of the frosting and threw it in the garbage because I'm like, I cannot have this in the house. I will eat it all. So I've created a schedule where I exercise in the morning for 30 minutes. I go through my work day, and then I come home and I exercise for 30 more minutes. And then I eat dinner, and then I'm done. And if I get my craving, I'm just drinking sparkling water and and doing the best I can because I know that boredom equals eating for a lot of Mm -hmm, people. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so you have to find these ways. And so Megan and I also were, Megan's my daughter. Happy birthday yesterday, Megan. Happy birthday, Megan. We love you. Yeah, she got lots of love on my Facebook page from a lot of people, and she's just a delight, and she works in a hospital, and so I just want to, you know, her and her crew up there in Willits are amazing, and she's a CNA, and she works as a nurse's assistant, and I know that they just adore her, and and I've been really challenged with her being there because I don't want her there, but anyways, she's doing her thing because that's what she loves to do, so shout out to you, Meg, but anyways, we were talking about how to eat snacks and so we both went out and bought celery carrots cucumbers peppers and then I dipped mine in blue cheese because I know blue cheese is a good fat and she likes ranch so we were like yeah that's the kind of snacks I'll allow myself to have olives you know maybe a couple cheese and crackers if that works but getting oh she just sent me a text saying with love uh so she's listening so anyways it's about you know you really have to with food you have to get creative and you have to use resistance you know Uh, you don't have to eat everything in the house there is no food shortage grocery stores are not bare only because people overbought there's no you know thank you truckers there's no you know food supply drying up we have electricity we have food we have television we have phones we have podcasts like we have we have so much to be grateful for I really just hope that people stay home and really embrace this time as a time to really look at your life and say, you know, I wrote the book Six Months to Live, shameless plug, but here's the thing, Six Months to Live Making Each Day Matter. If you had a chance right now to, to pick the perfect life and, and say, what do I want my life to look at like for the next six months or when this is over, those six months, now's the time to plot that out. Like you really have an, every one of us has an opportunity to change our lives according to what makes us the happiest and fulfills us the most. Now's your time. Like, yay. I agree, babe. And we can't, you know, it's like, I, I was like, I, okay, this could, this could be under the, Megan, don't laugh. Um, (laughs) This could be under the like heading of way too much information. I love it. But like, I, like I shaved my legs this morning. And I was like, oh, my God, that felt so good. And what I realized from that was is that taking care of yourself is so important. It's just the little things. I mean, I look at my nails, and they are horrible. I mean, I I know that no salon is open, and I get it. But you know what? There's these things. They're called – I'm going to tell you right now. What are they called? They're called um, impressed nails, I-M-P-R-E-S-S, and they're like fake nails. And you can go online to impress.com and buy, like, you know, just to make yourself feel a little prettier or a little better or a little something. You know, it's like we have to find different ways now to, at the moment, to make ourselves feel good and making sure, just like what you said, we got to eat right. Like, this is no, 
excuse me, there's no reason, like, we're not going to go bake brownies, you know, every night. <laughs> well, okay, I maybe one night. But with myself that, like, Saturday night is my dessert night, okay? Because that's when I'm going to reward myself with a nice dinner and dessert on Saturdays. And the rest of the time, I am all about, you know, eating right and exercising every day and really using self-discipline to keep and build the body that I want to have three months from now. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing was, um, what was I saying about boredom? Oh, my God, I just had it in my Eating head. Eating and boredom? Oh, no. Like, Megan, I just, <laughs> here's the thing. I told my daughter this yesterday. You want to worry about it? Uh, I mean, if you want some self-motivation, wear your jeans every day. Find that pair of jeans that you love to wear, that you feel good in, and put them on. And it will motivate you to not overeat. It will. Mm-hmm. It, it works. I was just like, wearing my jeans. Okay, Kathy, we're not right now. Of course, I have sweats and big sweatshirt on because I'm hiding in my office doing this podcast. But I well, you're not hiding now. Ways, we know where you are. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of ways where we can self-discipline ourselves and not overeat during this time just because we're bored. Uh, you know, make popcorn and sit down for your Netflix so that you have, you know, fresh popped popcorn that isn't going to, uh, you know, not overloaded with butter, but just something that if you need to snack, it's not that bag of Cheetos. Because I bought Cheetos. Like when I went to the, like what? the, uh, a, I know. When I, <laughs> when I don't even eat popcorn. Cheetos. But I love them. But it's like, you know, it's like fast food. I don't eat it, even though I love like, you know, in and out cheeseburgers. I never go eat them. So anyways, I'm doing my ap- apocalypse, my apocalypse, uh, you know, whatever, shopping. Calm down, Missy. And I, <laughs> texting me, uh, I bought Cheetos. You're so and funny. every day I open up this cupboard and there's that bag of Cheetos. And I know if I open up, it's doomsday. Well, here's the thing. Don't you know, me. it's like we didn't, we didn't know what this was going to be about. And so I think that, you know, psychologically, like we want to make sure that we're okay and that there's a comfort level there. Like, because yeah. this is like where we were thrown in the abyss of what the, what the hell, you know? So <laughs> now that it's kind of calmed down a little bit, we see that we're going to be in this for a minute or two, you know, um, <laughs> pretend, well, you know, they're talking now like that they want to open the country back by Easter, but it's just like, uh, like California, we happen people. So I, Take it yeah, from move on. Solution right now, not happening. And even if it does, it's not happening for me. Well, it's so our political people will not like. We don't. I don't know that we're going to listen to Washington about that. But yeah, I also heard for California that we. So New York right now is the epicenter, right? So we are six to twelve days behind New York. So this a lot of places are going to get worse before it gets better and so we just have to kind of settle in and just like okay like yep we got to settle in but so, I went to Trader Joe's the other day I literally like I, 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 I cried I, I really did I got tears in my eyes because I love Trader Joe's so much and um, you know now everybody is kind of calming down and realizing that there is no shortages and all that so but everybody gets in a line outside and then they let 25 people in at a time and then when somebody comes out somebody else gets sent in and inside we're you know taking responsibility for ourselves and social distancing and having somebody throw you a you know a bag of frozen blueberries down the aisle because you're just like hey can you throw me those blueberries um, yeah. 
you know, it's just like I like we just I think you know what? It's like we all have to surrender. We really do. We have to just surrender to this right now. It's just right now. It's just right now. Like, it's not going to be forever, but, like, just right now. Because there are so many scientists working to take care of us and them. And, you know, they are going to come up with something. But it's just like, but it's going to take a minute. So just for right now, whatever that right now looks like, it could be, you know, another four to eight weeks or 12 weeks. But it's just, you know, in the, like, five years from now, is it going to matter? This is nothing. This is a blip. On point, babe. Will this matter a year from now? It will matter if we stay home. It will matter if we do. If we don't, it's really going to matter. And so, like, yeah. our message to all our listeners, honestly, is, you know, hashtag the right thing. flatten the curve, hashtag yep. stay home. Like, everybody just stays home for the next six weeks, and we beat this. And all you have to do is watch the numbers grow in areas overnight. And it's convinced, it'll convince you that if you don't stop the spread and flatten the curve, we will continue this. And I'll tell you, my little town in Ukiah, shout out to all my people who are struggling right now, my business owners, my small business owners, my clients. They can't survive this. And some towns like our little town will never be the same if we don't flatten the curve. That right. We won't have bars. We won't have restaurants to go to. We won't have a theater to watch. We only have one theater. We won't have a theater to watch a movie at. We won't have some of the very sacred luxuries that living in a town of 15,000 people has. And we're fortunate, like we were talking, we are spread out in a 3,000 you know, square foot mile radius, my county, whereas San Francisco is a 45 mile square foot with triple the people. You know, in New York, same. So we have an opportunity up here to really flatten the curve and not let it affect our community, whereas New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, who are crammed into these small spaces, it's even more important that you guys stay home. You know, at least we have countries and hills and hiking and things that we can do that that even though we can't do them all together unless you're living with somebody, you can still enjoy the freedom that life gives you. So, Yeah. On that note, I think we need to close, but uh, I just wanted to just add one more thing that has helped me get through this, and that is I made a little schedule for myself, and I know for the moms out there that are trying to, uh, there's so much information for how to school your kids, but remember that they don't need eight hours of school a day. Like, get your four hours in and then let them be kids, because one of the things I always remembered was when Someone told me a child's job is to play. Mm-hmm. And that's what their job is. Their job is to play because playing is how they learn. Where they don't get to learn the life lessons that we learn by actually going through life lessons, they learn by play. And they don't get to play with other kids right now. And there's going to be sibling fights. They're going to learn. And it's like give them their four hours of school and then let them play. Yeah, and schedule. So schedule's really working for me. I woke up this morning. I said, "How many hours are you going to work today, Kathy? You're going to work this many, and then you're coming home. You're doing this, and you're doing this." So, anyway, well, speaking of schedules, I have one. So I've got to, we've got to say goodbye. <laughs> okay, I'm going to just do one quick card. If anybody has a question in their mind, I want you to just to take a deep breath, ask the question. This is an Ask Your Angels card, and the answer for you is opportunity. <laughs> 
you have an opportunity right now for whatever that is to really just change the situation or, you know, use this as an opportunity for you to live your best life, I guess is what I want to say. Yay. All right. Blessings. Love you. Aloha, everybody. All right. See you guys next week. Bye-bye.